What up, Dodger fans? Nice and simple. I'm back. What's going on, brother? There you are, Chase. You you were you starting a little slow this morning, man. And you, by the time you popped on, I was like, oh, what do we do? Well, get all fired up here. Well, I always I always got it. I always, you know, it's funny. I, I was just texting you because I in the mornings I like to get a workout in, you know, get a walk. I wake up, I get a like, nice walk in, and I come out, get a workout in. I know today wasn't big, just 15 minute Peloton. But then I hit the cold plunge, dude, because I go out, I go after that inner uh, that inner whiny whiny voice in my head i go right after him in the mornings and so this morning dude i got out of the plunge and it was like you know we were scheduled to go on in in, a, in, a, in like five minutes and i was sitting there and i was like wow that was an absolute battle like i, I was like I, I couldn't get dressed so that's why i texted like dude i need five extra minutes like mm. i go the plunge and i just went toe to toe like i <laughs> might, might have rattled me a little bit you know what i mean <laughs> dude, first of all you you were like one of the first on that man now if you go you go to the internet everybody's jumping in a cold plunge everybody you, every- i told you you got the folks if you can't afford a cold plunge do the chentamino bro cool. dude i did it the get what you say the ghetto the the ghetto cold plunge at the Chanchamino house. My my water <laughs> pressure, my mother-in-law has been hating it forever because if you turn it hot, you literally could burn the skin off of your hand. Dude, you I cook pasta. Cold. I could cook pasta in your tub. Seriously. If I put pasta on my chest and ate it, it would. Give, I'd have rigatoni in 0. 0.7 seconds. <laughs> and then, but if you turn it cold, it's like ice cubes coming down at you. And I was saying, like, dude, especially in a wintertime here on the Northeast, you know, when you wake up and you're so oh. warm in bed, then you get out and you can feel, like, how cold your floor is. And I go <laughs> in the shower, and it's so warm, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to turn that knob to cold before I get out of the shower. But then I'm like, if I don't do it, if I get out of the shower warm, I'm just going to be cold all day, and I always jack it up, dude. It makes me feel better. It makes it helps. I can't, I can't function without a shower. Dude, when I came to when I came to when I when I came to see you a couple weeks ago, bro, I obviously don't have my cold plunge, and I do it every day because it's just I, you know it's that whole adage of do something hard every day, yes. do something hard every day. Your body wants it, your mind wants it. You'll feel it if you do, mm-hmm. right? So especially something like that. Um, and uh, I, when I was at your house, dude, I one I the one morning I was like, oh yeah, it was, I mean, it was like I think it was like 15 degrees when we we visited you. I was like, oh, let me get my let me get my cold shower in. I turned it on. I was like, <laughs> I was like, thirty degrees. Like I literally was like, I was in your shower. If you just saw me, and meanwhile your shower's a little lower, so I'm in a full squat <laughs> position. I'm I'm in a full squat position. Thighs, hamstrings, and ass are burning at an epic rate, and I'm just getting pelted by like twenty degree water coming out of your friggin' faucet. I'm like, I don't know how Chinch gets through this. This is incredible. I'm dying. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm being tortured right now in a freaking torture chamber. The other thing, by the way, is I live in this old house, and the second floor has those old school heaters. The funniest thing is, if we forget to turn it down, the guest rooms where you were staying with Sarah get so hot that just went upstairs. That one night you were staying here, and you're like, 
I turn the heat down, whatever. And you go, thank God, Jess. I think the devil's in a corner crying because it's too hot in here. Yeah, I was like, I was like, turn the heat off hell, please. If <laughs> it was, Satan, it was, it's Satan's oh. in my closet right now. Then you you turn it down a little bit, and Sarah's like, "Oh my gosh, it's so cold." I'm like, "Listen, I'm like, Chinch, do you have another comforter we can put on Sarah's side because it's so freaking hot up here? It's literally like Arizona in July." That's what you get. That's how I how I run. I'm either hot or cold every day in my life. Anyway, we got hot hot news. We got a lot of news to get to. We got Kike. We got uh, we got Crawford. But dude, we got to start. We just got to. I almost think it's a daily ritual. We got to figure out Snell. The league has to figure out Snell. Where's he going to yeah. go? I know there's no quote new news. It's like all the news is that there's not news, but that means it might be good for the Yankees, but maybe it's not. Maybe he's going to go to the Giants. And it's like, we're just going in circles. So like, can we definitively say we're like, you want to guess? I don't know. I, I don't know. Dude, I, 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 don't know. I, for me, the fact that the Yankees made him an offer earlier, mm -hmm. And probably an offers on the table makes so much sense that he goes to New York, especially at this point of his career. I think he's got some buddies on that team. Hmm. That makes a ton of sense for me. Yeah. But then you look at the numbers, dude. And I just think like, I don't know, like everyone's like, well, what about a shorter term Bellinger deal? Like, Hey, three years. So what if you said, okay, Snell, we'll give you three years at 40 a year, 120. Well, the, the, um, the AAV, right. Would be would would push the Yankees to that two ninety two hundred ninety seven million dollar luxury tax threshold, so they'd be paying a hundred percent of that tax. Mm. So that forty million dollars now becomes eighty million. Mm. Like so that that contract that's three years one twenty is now one forty. I know that's I tough. mean two forty is now two forty. Right. So are you willing to do like would you do that if you were house time renter? I'm saying like I know you want to win. You got an incredible team. You know, and, uh, you know, they, they, they obviously they brought in Strowman. Uh, Rodon, dude, first off, Rodon looks great. I mean, that first start, Nestor, Nestor Cortez. Don't forget, for most of the year, they didn't have a healthy Rodon. Right. You know, I think he got 14 starts. And Nestor was pretty much gone the whole year or, or at least ha over half the year. Yeah. And he's awesome. Those are two, like, all-star, you know, level stuff right Talent. you got them in the rotation with stroman and cole and they all stay healthy that's enough that's where i'm okay. that's enough right there you think it is because now but here again though how much more do you become the team to beat if you're going cole snell then those oh. two guys right. that's the thing. If, if snell so comes in how much how much are you willing to pay to get to the world series and win the world series I think that's what the bottom line is. I like think I said, that's what it is. is. Yeah. If Snell comes in, bro, they're the team. Like, could they win the World Series without him? I'll answer. Yes. Again. Yeah. Oh, you say yes? <laughs> no doubt about hundred percent, bro. So well, I, like right now, when I look at the when you look at the Yankees, just for the vibe, I go, mm, that looks good. Vibe looks good. Lineup looks, looks good. good. Lineup's long. Yeah. We should like everybody. Oh man, it's so funny on the internet. People are like Yankees really didn't do anything. Yes, they did. Maybe the best hitter in baseball. Maybe the they, best. They, they, they did. They I got know. and they got and they got Verdugo too. Yes. He's like a pretty good leadoff guy. Yes. And, oh, yeah, and dude, here's one more one more thing, and then we'll then we'll move on from the Yankees. Okay. Don't sleep. You know who's gonna have a huge year this year? DJ LeMahieu. Yes. DJ LeMahieu. The reports on camp, from what I'm hearing inside there, is he worked his butt off this offseason. He he 
He was doing the sled. He was doing all things to get stronger, get make sure his legs are underneath him. As you get older, that's what that's what starts to go first. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think DJ dude is driving balls to right field like he like he hasn't in the last three or four years. So that's huge. And the dude that we don't talk about when you talk about the Yankees, Glaber Torres, dude. Glaber Torres was the best hitter when I was there. I was like, oh good, get Glaber right in the middle of that lineup. Like he's like we're talking Soto, we talk Verdugo, you talk Judge, you're, Rizzo's back. The two guys you don't really talk a ton about are mm-hmm. LeMahieu and Torres, and those guys might be two of the biggest bats in that lineup. I really I, believe that. That's a great point, man. Too. I was watching yeah. yesterday, and I was like, wow, there's Glaber. I forgot. Like. I forgot. Dude, he rakes. Glaber Torres and, rakes, and he's a great dude. The other thing too is you're not throwing. You're not like clogging the bottom of your lineup. Don't forget, if Anthony Volpe gets on base in the eight or nine spot, he could steal two bases with no outs. Oh. You, know, you got like two or three leadoff hitters before you get to the first leadoff hitter, which is Rodrigo. Yeah, type of lineup, scary type of lineup, and like I said. It's a, it'll be very interesting, but let's let's move on from them because we got other news. And the the second news story I'm going to say is uh, one of the things that's good about the internet. Like one of the times we're like, ah, oh, the internet's fun sometimes when people aren't just killing each other on it. Right. Kike Hernandez, we find out that he's going back to the Dodgers from Kike. Him, him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the John Boy guys wrote on the bottom like source, like with a question mark. Uh, but he's going back there. Actually, the other cool thing that's happening is they, uh, there's a tweet that uh, people came up with yesterday from Kike in 2017 when everybody was trying to recruit Shohei. And he's like, Shohei, come with me. I know some of the guys that you know, you know, because at the time they had a lot of the Japanese <laughs> pitcher on the team. He's like, I'll catch your bullpens, whatever. And now they're teammates. I don't think he could have done better. One, he could play any single position on a field. Like right. they, a little more diverse. Um, he's, I, I could see him having almost not starting the most games of his career, but playing in the most games of his career on that team because he can play so many different roles. He can play third one day. He can play short, all three outfield positions. He actually can catch. He could be your emergency catcher. And the other thing is like, he is the guy that like you want in your locker room. Everybody loves him. He's dancing all the time. He keeps things loose. He has no problem coming off the bench. And he's been a Dodger and played huge for the Dodgers in a postseason over the years. Win, win, win all around, right? Oh, it's a, it's a total win, win all around. And let, let's let's. And I think another point of this story is, don't forget in the offseason, the Dodgers traded for Manuel Margot. So when they brought Kike back for four million, Margot I think makes ten or eleven. They traded him to the Twins. Yeah, yeah, and and. and both teams improved that way in in that regard. I yeah, I agree. I agree. And then the, and then and the Dodgers got back a pretty good uh, prospect too with Noah Miller. Right. Who uh, um, so anyway, you're exactly right, dude. Kike Hernandez brings a ton to the Dodgers versatility, but I think one of the big reasons, like you said, teams that want to win know that good personalities and good chemistry matters. Kike Hernandez for me is like a glue guy. You know, guys love him in the clubhouse. You know, when you when you see teams bringing back guys that that they, they, they left in free agency or traded away, and they're bringing them back, they left a mark on guys. You know, they, they feel a void. I feel like Kike is one of those guys for the Dodgers. When he's come back, you know, and he played well for them, man. They traded for him last year. He played well for them. Didn't do well for the Red Sox, but played pretty well for the Dodgers. So it's a great sign, dude. It's and, and I love how you know, like I said. That whole the, the tweets that he had of of he broke the news by he said at the end he put at myself 
Yeah, yeah. It was broken by at myself, which was great. Great. And then and the, and the tweet to sh- to show it. You know what's crazy, Chinch? When you sent that tweet out yesterday from uh, Kike in 2017. Yeah. 2017 seems so long ago. I know. And Shohei is such big news all the time. I almost feel like he just got into the league, but this is his seventh year in the big leagues. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And proven both jobs. Yeah. You both. And yeah, it's his seventh year. We're getting it's incredible. Old. And remember when he first came in the league before, well, what was uh, Mike Sosha still the manager when they were like, yeah, they were dancing around like, ah, we don't really want you pitching mm-hmm. so much you're gonna pitch every six day or every mm-hmm. once in a while and then he and then he got hurt and, and everyone was like can he do it and then when joe madden comes along he's like you're doing it oh is that what you want to do all right you're gonna start you're gonna just just do both at, at, a, at a different level so it's yeah. funny to look at the, at the evolution of Shohei because when he first came in the league it wasn't a slam dunk he was everyone knew he was good it's like now he's like just Everybody getting better good, but don't forget Everybody was like, oh, how much are we going to pitch him? And there, you could argue there were about 30 to 40 to maybe even 50% of people who were like, he can't hit. Get Just make him a pitcher. Remember in spring <laughs> training? How many breakdown tapes did we do at MLB Network? Like, look, he doesn't lift his foot the right way. And, like, everybody was right because he was, like, oh for a 1,000 in spring training. And then yeah. boom, pop, pow, boom, bang, bing. Yeah, so was he, so was Ichiro when Lou Pinello said, I don't know, the game's a little different over here. And then he threw up 240 hits, won the rookie year, and the MVP, like, hey, just kid. Yeah, yeah. Just kid. Turns out these guys are pretty good that come over from Japan. Oh, man, one of the greatest <laughs> pipelines. That's the greatest pipeline right now. Go, it's, They're up yeah. there. I mean, the Japanese oh, are as big as any of these South American imports. Like, great baseball yeah. all over the world. And yeah. it's coming into this country. And Incredible. Play- you know, guys that grew up here are getting better at it too. It's the, the game is in good hands, man. With these, it kids. is, man. Now, you know, listen now. Now you say like, hey, you know, people say, how come these guys get so much money? Because these are the seven hundred best players in the world now. Yes. Now it's the world. Yeah. It's not just a, you know, Latin America or the states. Where now it's the world. I mean, people are coming mm-hmm. over now in the big leagues from Korea and you know, and and uh, and Japan and everywhere. Yeah. You know. So but, it's yeah, but it's also like you know you look back at how it's generational, whatever. Like there probably there wouldn't be any like A Rods or Jeters or those guys without who Cal Ripken. Wow, this guy's my height. I can actually I'm allowed to play shortstop. Boom! Now you got Otani out there. You know maybe I can be a two way player, right? Then you got we, we saw saw it this weekend. Aaron Judge six foot seven. Wait, you can be that good? And like Dave Winch, yeah. Aaron Judge. The Yankees have a lefty that looks like Aaron Judge now. Yeah, Spencer Jones. This guy was going to play basketball five years ago. Right, right. That athlete was going to play basketball or play football. And now you're seeing, you can, like, there's a lot more athletes being athletes in baseball. And, again, it goes back to, like, the shift being gone is helpful. You see, I've already seen, like, 10 diving plays all over the field. People are playing yeah. in positions. It looks like baseball again. Dude, that, that shift being gone is great for baseball. Unbelievable. Like, that was, like, it was, it was a bad, it was a bad brand. Yeah. Now that now that you don't have the shift, and you look back up, that was a bad, bad brand of baseball. I don't care what it says. Oh, dude, there's like no, that's not that doesn't work with especially with athletes, dude. Yeah. The one thing about the big league athletes, dude, I don't. These guys get hit missiles anywhere, but their athleticism in the field is incredible. So yeah. if you only have to cover, if you're in that shift, you have to cover three feet each way, like you're a third baseman. Nothing's getting through. Right. Well, how about this? It's like this. Why do you think there's no? Uh... You don't play. You're not allowed to play zone in the NBA because games would be 72 to 68. I think guys could right. just play in their positions. It's the same thing with baseball. Games were two to one. 
Now you get right. back to the positions and I don't know, whatever. Are, are you? Is that true? I thought you're allowed to play zone again in the NBA. Yeah, there's like a, it's like they they have zone elements, but you got to be moving towards a ball and be near a player. And it's they cheated a little the same way they cheated when they when they tried to take the ball in from out of bounds and everybody steps on the line every time. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Or they you can there's no more traveling in the NBA. That's a fact. You can take seven steps if you're gonna dude. Get, are you kidding me? They run to the dude. They take seriously five steps now. <laughs> LeBron had his breakaway dunk the other day. I think he took like nine steps. <laughs> Is there a thing? And everybody's like, eh, it's LeBron. No, the great dude, dunk. How, how did that happen? How did that happen? Back in the day, they 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 were tighter on it. I don't know, because it's like, I don't know, would you rather see a LeBron dunk count or a LeBron dunk not count? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, a guy took five insane, steps. But <laughs> guys took five steps. That's true. And they take the, and they're, dude, they're seven feet tall. Their steps are like, you. T- they're your five steps. Is there one? So they're true. taking 15 chinchamino steps to get to the freaking dunk that's no question about that no question i would have to sprint next to lebron james while he's walking probably <laughs> Keep up. be a slow jog um all right hey one more nice signing here interesting uh brandon crawford funny enough we're going to see him in a different uniform he's going to go to the cardinals there's something about the cardinals where <laughs> there's something about when guys go to the cardinals at the tail end of their career where you're like Oh, at least it's the Cardinals, you know. Cardinals, you know, history, historic team. Like, you right. remember uh, all the first basemen went there. Tino Martinez went there at the end of his career. Will Clark went there at the end of his career. Crawford is a heck. He, he's an all-time giant for this generation of Giants fans. I, I'll say it that way. I'm not going to go back to, like, some of the greatest players of all time. But you, there was no giant. Brandon Crawford was the Giants. He was part of the whole scheme of things and one of the best defenders of our generation, I would say. And grew up there in, in uh, San yeah. Fran, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, I love it. I think it's a great sign for the Cardinals. You know, th- I like that. They always bring in the veteran guys towards the end of their career. <clears throat> also, too, for leadership for some of the younger guys, like the Nolan Gormans and, you know, the young prospects that they have to bring up Brandon Crawford and just to see how he works. To see – I did a demo with him one time on MLB Network when it was Joe Panic at second and Crawford at short mm. in the height of his career. A man of few words, to tell you the truth. You know, a uh, man of few words. Yeah. Uh, man, his, his his the way him and Panic would work during batting practice and turning double plays and stuff like that no. was really impressive, man. And and the guy's a great guy. Like I said, you know, he's the kind of guy at 37 years old. If Brandon Crawford thinks he has one more year in him, you know, go yeah. to another team, enjoy yourself. You know, sometimes fans will be like, oh, can't imagine Brandon Crawford in another uniform. Guess what? Brandon Crawford wants to experience it. As a player, like, I look back at my career at the end, like, I was with, you know, came up with the Indians and I was with the Reds, which was incredible. But, you know, ended up going to to the Pirates and Detroit and Boston, like, in the last three years. But I look back at my career, I'm like, man, I'm so glad I had those opportunities to be in those cities with those fans, Mm. to live in a different place, to drive a different route to the stadium, to play against other teams. It was just a... It's a great experience for a player. So for any player that gets a chance at the end, they want to play one or two more years, but that team doesn't want you, it's all good. Like, like I look at Joey Votto. Joey Votto going somewhere else be great for Joey Votto and great for the game. So I love that he's going to the Cardinals, man. I think it's a great, great sign by them. It's smart, and it's great for Brandon Crawford. I like that. All right, last one. We'll stay up the middle here. Uh, Xander Bogart's moving to second base, first time in his life. Uh, I read a quick little article about uh, – you know, his process, obviously, he's a team player. He's going to go for it. And uh, somebody asked him, like, what the di- most difficult thing is. And I-, I already knew the answer before. But 
He's he's learning as hard as he can to crash course, learn how to turn double plays from second base. Right. Coming from the other side of the field. I, I it really is the footwork you have to have. It's about it's so tough because it's third base and shortstop, you're moving your momentum towards where you're gonna throw your ball. Second base, you have to kind of twerk yourself and like it is a very different position. I actually I think the turn a double play turn a double play at second base is way harder than shortstop. Even though shortstop might be a little more, you know, more wear and tear and tougher. You got to cover a little bit more ground and you have to have a better arm. But it's it's going to be interesting to see him do it. But why wouldn't he be able to do it? He's a stud. He's a superstar. Yeah, yeah and you're right though. <clears throat> the pivot's so different. The flips are different. I mean, it's a different using you know, your brain and your brain's different, dude. Like when you're on the right side of the infield, then you go to the left side. It's like whoa. Yep. What, what is this? So, like, he's been on the left side of his infield as a third baseman when they won it early, I think, 2013, and then he was a shortstop uh, 2018. And then, you know, to go to the other side of the infield, that's uh, that's not – you know, that's obviously is not super easy. But you're right. Bogey is such a great athlete. He's going to do great over there at second. If you go back and look at his year last year, he had a pretty good year. You know, we kind of like under the radar – Good year, um, and I think it makes sense to put Kim back there at short because he's elite. Yeah. Oh, but they're, also, they're they're better with him at short, dude. I agree. And also, if Bogarts can keep it, can can you know get his footwork together and everything. Think about the arms you have in in the middle, up the middle now. Now, I mean, if he can learn how to turn a double play with his feet, they're going to turn a lot of double plays this year. Just yeah, exactly. Bang bang plays are going to be be outs now. So, and you got to give him credit for doing that, man. I, you know, he's a super stud. He's making a lot of money. And he's like, I'll do it for the team. And, and you know, he, like, the Red Sox got rid of him, all that kind of stuff. And, like, here and there you hear bad rap about him, but I've never heard anybody say he's a bad guy or anything, and he busts his ass. And if he's going to move to second as an all-star, he's an all-star type player. Yeah. Credit. Uh, they, 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 dude, on the other flip side, they say he's an incredible leader, an incredible right. guy that brings, you know, leader of men. So, yeah, yeah and I, lo I love it, dude. At the end of the day, they gave him a huge contract, what he wanted. It makes sense, you know, if you're a player too, and they're like, "Listen, we want you to move to second base." He's like, "Whatever it takes to win." Yeah. At this stage, of guys' careers, like, whatever it takes to win. That's yeah. why Tatis is in right. Good point. You know? Great point. Yeah. Go again. Go back in the day, the guys who did it before. If you see Cal Ripken moving off of shortstop to go play third base, you see A Rod move off shortstop. Yeah, exactly. He could have played shortstop for another five or six years, and he moved to oh, third. There's no doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt. So, exactly. It's it's worth it for those guys. Plus, if you're making if I'm making 150 million dollars, I'm I'll probably play wherever you put me, man. I'll kidding me? You give me you give me 150 thousand, I'll be like, where do you want me to play? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So, other guys still out there. We're on Snell Watch. You get the sense that one's closer than everything else, but you never know. And at least we're fine. If I'm if I'm Snell, I want to get into camp, dude. Games have started. Games just started. Like, so all right, weird. dude. Like, on your couch right now. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see. He's going to be sitting on his couch today watching some games. We've got a bunch of games on. Yeah. I love these. I love how these broadcast companies can, can you know, back in the day, there were these two. I'll explain this from a, a TV perspective. There were these two groups of dudes who had cameras and uh, they had really good, uh, uh, really good connections, whatever. And they would just show up at each game for like the first two or three innings, try to grab an at bat. And it was that high home angle. Cause it was yeah. behind home plate. Like kind of like when your dad, like the video of you, your dad video and you in like a high school game. That's what these guys did. Dude, that was the entire way we got baseball highlights in spring training back in the day. These 
one guys would go to the earlier games, the other guys would go to the kind of later games. And then yeah. you also, by the way, didn't have the internet of the stats of the game. So we would find out like by some news organization or the PR teams would send out like, hey, uh, Ortiz homered today. And they're like, oh, did those guys get the homer? And they're like, oh, we didn't get it. So like you wouldn't even see the highlight of David Ortiz and homer. Now every regional network is airing games. I was sitting Shit, games are on afternoon. I was like, got Yankees here. Go to the Mets there. You you go to MLB.com. I watch every game. It's incredible. It's really amazing. And it's like good broadcast teams. It's not like these are like, you know, this is like the teams they're doing. It's their spring training too. Like, you hear Ron Darling talking about like the Mets starting pitcher in a second inning in in February. That never happened. That's great. And the dude also, too, what I love is when, you know, you keep watching the game, then you see all the. Guys that are in the game later, like number eighty nine, number yeah, seventy six, dude. I remember being number yeah. fifty six with the Indians. Like you know, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, baby, fifty six. <laughs> like, get me in the game. Get Tommy out of here. Get Tommy in the hit. Tommy hit the showers. Let me get yeah. in there. And you know, so I remember in those games, I'd you know, the first time ever in my life, I would pinch run. Tommy oh. would double, and they'd be like, "Hey, go! T- uh, t- we're taking Tommy." I was like, "I'm pitch running. Let's go." <laughs> That's funny. And there was a guy. There's a kid in a Yankee game who's obviously not going to make the team. He's like a call up. He was in the, in the '80s or '90s number yesterday, and he and he ripped like a double, two RBI double. He gets a second, and he was going nuts. Like he just won the World dude. Series. But the whole team's like, "Yeah, yeah it's so yeah, great. Dude. It's great. Good stuff." The, the, right. the only question you have as a veteran is, <laughs> is do you stick around? You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause oh, when you're a veteran, you get your two at bats, you go get your workout in, you get, you know, oh, yeah. get a nice lift in, get your sprints in, and then you take mm-hmm. it to the house, get your, yeah. your cold plunge. Like, I remember, I can't remember. It was a couple of veteran guys. Like, I'm sticking around. Uh, they watch me. I'm gonna watch them. I'm like, I'm <laughs> out of here. Matter of fact, dude. Matter of fact, I got a great real, real quick story to end it. Let's go. So, dude, Joey, this is the first time I ever met Joey Votto. Joey Votto, 2005. We're, uh, I'm, I'm with the Reds, and, you know, obviously I'm getting my work in, me, Dunner, Griff, Kernsey, LaRue, you know, we're all getting our – we get the first four innings at the beginning, and then, bam, you're out of there. And one day we had a doubleheader. It was like, you know, a Tuesday doubleheader. And so they bring up – that's when – we got the doubleheader, they bring up the minor league guys. Oh, a lot yeah. of guys come up. Right. So uh, I remember we're, I'm, I'm coming out in the fourth. I got two ABs coming out in the fourth. This dude's going in for me. It's Joey Votto. He's like an A ball. Jeez. Wow. He's like he's like an A ball. And he's like, uh, I'm like, dude, I'm like, and I remember saying to him, Hey, go get him, dude. I know you're a big prospect and, and you got and you got a chance now to impress the brass. You got a chance here to impress the brass. So go get him. But I remember that was the first time I ever met Joey Vaughn. I think he was an A ball when I was like, uh, hey, I'll see you later. I'm gonna go get a quick lift and I hope you get a couple hits. Wow. That's like a yeah. 25 year. Yeah. handshake that's like a yeah. five-year handshake of first baseman at, at that, that that's your team yeah, seriously for the reds for about great the, point that's that's the first century. baseman from 90 <laughs> that those are the first baseman from 98 until 2000 yeah you're right almost a 20 20 years holy longer man. than that right longer yeah almost 20, 30 years dude it's like almost three, 25 30. 25 years 25 years of first baseman right there wow you didn't hand it off to him right away though you passing the torch no you had a couple good years on you before he before he got up there <laughs> <laughs> nice all right man great show. Right. so glad to be talking about baseball and actual baseball and stuff so i know it's great dude i love it i love it too all right man i'm gonna go uh 
I'm gonna go maybe cold plunge again, just to, you know, wow. for, for shits and giggles. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All right, all right, Chichi. Have a great rest of the day, man. Everybody out there, thanks for listening. Dumont, congrats on the bat, dude. <laughs> hey, Chichi, we should start every month. We should start giving giving something yes. away. Let's start doing that. So, percent agree. Let's. This is February. Let's lock down something for March. Okay, done deal. Okay. We're talking. All about right. It. All right. Love you, buddy. Thanks, guys. See you. See you, brother. <laughs>